0: All right, rough go of it today, guys, two and three. We had JV, Jonas Valanciunas over, and he was tracking in the right direction until the Grizz started to blow him out, and did blow him out, and he only played 25 minutes, so we were one bucket shy there. Chetty Osmond got hot and scored seven in three minutes in the last quarter. Uh, to bust our under and John Collins uh, was moved back to power forward after he'd played center the last couple of games. So a bit of bad luck there and it probably doesn't get much worse than that and we still went two and three, so if that's absolute rock bottom, then we'll be just fine. So moving on to tomorrow's slate, where we'll attempt to bounce back. There are quite a lot, four out of the eight games, don't have a total as yet, with questionable and doubtful players. Um, So before I start again, just recapping, essentially what we do is we have a projection based on factors. We then marry that projection up against the bookies line We will then look towards splits and ease by position. And from there, we will then look at recent history game logs, looking at attempts, who the opponents were, opportunity, foul trouble, all those sorts of things, to try and find an edge and take advantage of it. So the first game is San Antonio at Charlotte. San Antonio is on a back-to-back. LaMarcus Aldridge is doubtful, as is Devontae Graham. Paddy Mills, 10.5. Even when he has big games, that line doesn't seem to move, as he did today. Bryn Forbes, 11.5. Very similar boat. Bismack Biombo, 7.5. I'm not sure if he got a majority of the minutes with Zeller back. I would have to go and just double check that. Potentially an under there if Zeller comes in and it drops Bismack's minutes down. PJ Washington, 13.5 with a weakened front line with the Spurs, with Aldridge out. You're getting Trey Lyles there, he may be able to take advantage of that. But it looks like that, that line's already pushed up one, taking a bit of the appeal out of it. Dejounte Murray twelve and a half. If we get uh, Rogier guarding Murray, we may look towards an under there. We've got him projected at ten and a half at a line of twelve and a half. Terry Rozier himself is at 19 and a half. You should get some extra usage without Graham there, so I'll just sit that out for now. Miles Bridges, line 17 and a half. RIP the 14 and a half days that we were getting last month. That's just line increases, just taking the value away. And DeMar DeRozan, 22 and a half. You would think that he would be taking a bunch of shots with Aldridge out. But that hasn't been the case so far. And I may look towards an under here in this scenario as well. Next up is Brooklyn at Boston. Kemba Walker is probable. And then he'll probably look to sit out the next game. On the back-to-back against New York, I think it is. Maybe Cleveland. Anywho, he should be playing tomorrow. Jason Tatum is questionable, as is Marcus Smart. And Garrett Temple for Brooklyn is questionable. So I'd imagine. And Celtics are favoured by 7.5. No total, but spreads out. And imagine that there won't be a great deal of Boston lines here, but let's have a look. I'm not sure if this is a typo or not, but we've got Jason Tatum, 21 and a half. Uh, I think that may be a typo. Let me just check that. Yeah, that is a typo, so only Brooklyn lines. Joe Harris, 13 and a half is about right. Torian Prince, 12 and a half. He probably went over pretty substantially last game. We didn't get a line increase. So I'm not willing to go back on the under there as much as I would like to. Jarrett Allen, eight and a half. It's hard to know what you're getting with Allen. Whether he's going to get a majority of the minutes or it's a split with DJ. So I'll sit that out. Karis Levert, 18.5. That's probably about right. He's had a slight drop. Uh, in his points line, It was, I think we got a 20.5 last game. Or pro- potentially the one before. And Spencer Dinwiddie, 21.5. None of those really excite me. Especially with those guys questionable for boston it's a bit hard to know how that one's going to play out next is the clippers at okc clippers are favored by three and the total is 226 and nothing to report on the injury side of things Zubac, six and a half. That's probably about right. Marcus Morris, 12 and a half. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to have that bench roll. Yeah, maybe. We've got him projected as an under. Um, it has dropped down with his last couple of performances, which takes a bit of the shine off it. Pat Beverly, 6.5. I'm not sure if they're just easing him back into things or if the minute split with Reggie Jackson is going to remain. I'm still on the side that they're going to give Beverly more minutes, but I'd like to see how that plays out before I jump on that under. Lou Williams, 14.5. That's dropped way down, but. In this scenario, away from home against OKC, who has pretty good defense. I'm not willing to jump on the over just yet. Montrez Harrell, 15.5. That I will have a bit more of a look at. He's been a lot worse on the road than at home. Dennis Schroeder, 17.5. That's dropped down a little bit with his poor shooting of late. That's probably about right. I might have a little look at that with the decrease in the line for the over. There's not much defense off the Clippers bench with Reggie Jackson in that backup point guard role now. Steven Adams, 11.5. That seems about right. Danilo Gallinari, 19.5. I'd be willing to look at an under there. Paul George, 20 and a half. If his minutes limit is gone and he's playing 30, i potentially look at an over there. We do have him. Yeah, he is projected to play 30 minutes. So potentially an over there, but... Probably not the best player on the board. Shea Gill, just Alexander, 19 and a half. I would think that would be about right. Chris Paul, 18 and a half. We know uh, Chris Paul's a pretty competitive guy. And if I'm going to buy into a revenge narrative with any guy, he's definitely up towards the top of that list. But most likely a stay away and Kawhi leonard 24 and a half which seems about right with paul george gonna get those extra minutes next is minnesota at new orleans new orleans are favored by 11 and a half and a massive total of 247 and a half don't reckon i've seen one that high this season Uh, For New Orleans, Kenrich Williams is doubtful and nothing to report on the Minnesota side of things. So massive total here. So let's look to see if we can't find some overs without the line increasing too much. Josh Okogie, 10.5. Normally I would go under, but I would stay away this time. Hernan Gomez, 11.5, we've got him projected slightly over, that I would like to have a look at, Naz Reid, 11.5, you'd think that he would be putting up a few more numbers, but he hasn't really been reaching that level yet, Derek Favors, 8.5, a good game last outing against the Lakers and i'd look to that over eight and a half there with a lack of defense with new orleans but lack of defense with minnesota at the center position Uh, but they just don't seem to run anything for favors so i'm not sure how far i'll get down the rabbit hole there malik beasley 18 and a half we've got him projected as an over he's probably going to get drew holiday there's there is a 17 and a half out there that i would consider lonzo ball 11 and a half he's a little bit of a make or miss guy the shots have been there for him if they go in he'll smash it he had a good game against the lakers the other day so i'd be willing to look at that over also drew holiday 19 and a half That seems about right, as does Brandon Ingram at 23 and a half. Zion Williamson's line has gone up again, 25 and a half now. It's just taken the value away from it as that's been pushed up basically six points over the last two weeks. And D'Angelo Russell, 24 and a half. I'd definitely consider that with not many other options to take shots. Golden State at Denver. Denver's favoured by 15 and a total of 216.5. So pretty hard to use any Denver overs with the massive spread and obviously a really low total as well. Kai Bowman is out for two games. Draymond Green and Kevin Looney are questionable. While Paul Millsap and Noah Vonleh are questionable for Denver. Not that Vonleh would probably see any time. Anyhow. Gaz Harris, 10.5. I'll just sit that out. He's been highly inconsistent this season. Well, just flat out shit really, which is disappointing. Especially for me because I had him in my Dynasty fantasy team. Damian Lee, 14.5. That seems about right. Will Barton, 13.5. He's been stinking it up of late. But I'm not willing to go on the under versus Golden State. Marquise Chris, 12.5. They moved him to power forward and started Bender at centre last game. So he'll go up against Jeremy Grant more than likely or Millsap. So I will just sit that one out for now as we have him projected over. Andrew Wiggins 21 and a half. I'll look at that, have a look at that under a little bit more. Jamal Murray 19 and a half. That um can get interested in. I think he's had a couple of slow games after um, some red hot ones. And Jokic is at 22 and a half. He should punch that, but the blowout is pause for concern. Toronto at Phoenix. Raptors are favoured by three and a half. And that will probably jump out to you as a little bit low because we've got Fred Van Vliet and Serge Ibaka questionable. Mark Gasol's still got one more game on the sidelines and Cam Johnson is probable. So no lines for the Toronto players. Mikel Bridges is at eleven and a half that seems about right Ricky Rubio eleven and a half after dropping that line has dropped quite substantially. I think we had a fourteen and a half last game and maybe the one prior uh the Toronto defense is an issue. I would look to an over, but it's. With as I say, with those guys questionable, it's pretty hard to make the play. DeAndre Ayton, twenty and a half. I'd only consider that if Ibaka is ruled out. And Devin Booker, twenty five and a half, seems about right. Second last game, Washington at Sacramento. Sacramento are favoured by five and a half, and the total is 232 and a half. Fox should be back in, and Corey Joseph is questionable, and nothing on the Wizards side of things. Harry Giles, 12 and a half. Uh, Len and he I think split minutes last game. So there might be a bit of a drop coming for Giles. I'd uh, look towards the under there. Davis Bertanz 15 and a half obviously he had a hot game last one. And he dropped 20 odd points I think and the line has increased a little bit to 15 and a half. <sighs> Yeah, just with the volume that he shoots threes, the quantity that he takes them, I'll just probably sit that out as much. If anything, I'd look towards an under. Rui Hachimura, 13.5. it seems about right. Shabazz Napier, 9.5. I'll have to check in on Shabazz. I know they did give him the starting role but I don't know if that has decreased again with poor play back to a minute split with Ish Smith. I'll have to look at that. But I potentially look at a, um, an under there. Nemenya Bielica, 11.5. He's just been nowhere of late. I'm just going to sit that out. Harrison Barnes, 14.5. Normally, i would take the under there, but not against Washington. Bogdan Bogdanovich 14.5. Is that a bit of a line? Increase after his big outing. Last game. And I'd consider going that again. I, yeah, I need a closer look. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Buddy healed. 18 and a half. That seems about right. The bench roll and Potential limited minutes. The minutes have just been up and down with Heald, so it's hard to trust. Fox is at 22 and a half. I'm not willing to use him first game back. And Bradley Beal is 33 and a half. He's been red hot. If I'm going anyway, it's the over, but not on such a big line. There's too much that can go wrong for him to not achieve that. Last game Philly at Lakers. Lakers favored by 13 and a half. Josh Richardson is out with a concussion. Anthony Davis is questionable as is Alex Caruso. So we might be short a few lines here. Yeah, no Philly Uh, Apologies, no Lakers, guys. Shake Milton, 15.5. Obviously had a massive outing last game against the Clippers. And if anything, I'd move back towards the under. But with Richardson out, he's going to get even more opportunity again. So that's just a sit for me. Al Horford, 11.5. Starting at centre now. I don't mind that. I'd have a closer look at that. And Tobias Harris, 20 and a half, is really the number one offensive guy there now. That's not a massive line increase with the likes of Embiid, Richardson and Simmons out. So I will have a closer look than that. All right, guys, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll go through these more in depth and we'll have our tips out soon. If you want to know where to find them, it'll be on our app, PlayerLine Pro, all complete with push notifications. Have them delivered straight to your phone. Check us out, PlayerLinePro.com and PlayerLine Pro on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we post our free daily tip.